0: here we are for Robert Roode Nicholas Allenbaugh and we got uh we got quite the challenge in the past conference. we got we... is this
1: harder <laughs> than the seventh consecutive seven point or less loss
0: maybe because we're that's what's funny is like we we found a way to have the same kind of talking points for a three and nine season nine different times on like how about this? How about how about this special teams blunder? How about this but last? But we were
1: talking about games that got played. Right. Was this even a game, that's technically? What, that's why I don't understand.
0: You know, you and I were texting last night. So we're recording this about 7 o'clock on Sunday. We're texting on on Saturday <laughs> night. And we're like, this is going to be interesting to try to have takes and thoughts On a football game that didn't have any tackling.
1: (laughs) Well, did did you know it wasn't going to be, like, it was going to be scored that way? I didn't know that.
0: I I knew, I saw someone tweet out the, like, Mitch Sherman maybe tweeted out, like, the scoring. So I knew that's how the score, but but I guess I wasn't sure, and shame on me for not knowing this. I wasn't, were you in the know that it was going to be, what do they call it, a thud up? Or a tut? I was not. I literally like they they did the didn't first know. snap,
1: they threw an incomplete pass, and then I I turned to my to my brother in law and I said, Are they tackling? And he's like, It looked like they're tackling. And then they have the first run. Right. And then they don't and I think the entire stadium went, uh
0: That's how I was. I sat down. I mean I was I had my I had my computer out. I was like, first drive, QB Casey Thompson, running back Ramirez. Here we go, and I was ready to do kind of like my thing, like notes and all that stuff. And then the first play happens, and you're like, oh, oh.
1: Well, and kay. you know, and so like, let's just get like, I get why they don't do. It. I understand we're thin, and the idea of getting letting anybody get hurt, yes, is probably a detriment to the season. Right. Okay, we're playing for the the season. True. Give it, but like. I was in that stadium and I could tell as soon as that, like about a series went by, people were kind of paying attention, but they didn't quite pay attention as much as you would actually if you're into a game what? where people tackle and hit. Like the physical part of it's so important for the engagement of the fans, what right? What you find out. Like tagging off, like people lose. It's not, it's not, almost not football.
0: No, it's definitely not football, especially like every run play. You don't even know, you can't, you, there is. it's not possible to really have any takeaway from any run play. And so I think it was funny, one of the funny things was following reactions on Twitter and then even some of the things after, it's like, but I tell you, the offense really struggled. And it's like, well, like, it's two-hand touch. So, Every run, other than Anthony Grant, who will just, will chug Kool-Aid in a little bit over his 60-yard run, like, it's pretty amazing to have a 60-yard run when it's two-hand touch. But he got touched. Did he get touched? Right yeah. Now? I
1: mean, the guy was there. It's like, and the, the ref was just like, he wouldn't have got him. Like there. that's a judgment call. But so, but like, so I was trying to think about this. Like, okay, the game is the offense has the ball and the offense tries to, you know, get across the goal line to score. The defense has to tackle the people and prevent them by taking them to the ground. They're not down till they're on the ground. And or till they you know yeah sometimes they'll blow the whistle but it's really take them to the ground right. so if the defense doesn't do the one thing that the defense like what's the equivalent in the offense like I was thinking about this I was going so what if they just didn't use a ball well that's why I was it's funny <laughs> you say that
0: I was trying to use I, as I sat here to try to like get into that I'm like what's an analogy for another sport like we're gonna play baseball but we don't have like the pitcher
1: doesn't have a ball the pitcher doesn't it, have and, and then pretend the, the guy swings and the umpire's like.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I'm, tra- I'm honestly trying to figure out what the equivalent would be if you remove tackling from football. It ceases to become football.
1: Yeah, it's it's a little bit more like if you're playing basketball with no ball, or basketball where you can't dribble, or you know something where you're or just
0: there's like, basket like there's there, it's basketball, but they're like. Remember when? Remember when we would play with? The, sometimes you can put a plug in the yeah. rim so the ball can't go in the hoop or yeah, something so like that. Know what so You don't know what it have gone in? What it have not? It would have been I don't close. know. Yeah, it's like. But that's what it was. So I think yes, I think we have to acknowledge before we even get into any sort of attempting to have takeaways from this thing. I think we have to all acknowledge that that is it's a, that is an impossible situation to have anything any sort of major takeaways from.
1: And so here, I guess here's my, I mean they did the second half was tackle right. And they scrimmaged. But to me, it's like, I'm just like, okay, why don't we just say if you can't play the game of football without, you know, or I should say, if we can't afford to lose you, let's keep them out and let the people that can play play. Because if you're going to bring 50,000 people in stadium, they want to watch football. Like They don't really want to watch the two-hand touch. And that's not to say that it's not the right move. I'm saying...
0: Do what I, you got to do. I'm with you. But
1: if you're gonna do a scrimmage, and you're gonna have people there, let's play football.
0: I, I'm totally with. I think there there are both sides that I completely subscribe to and understand the schools of thoughts on each. Do I understand why Scott Frost and those guys did what they did? Absolutely, right. No. But at the same time, it's like it's football. So there, there is a part of me that goes, "Well, hold on. Did you guys ever tackle with?" They did in the spring. They so, tackled. so what's I guess what I struggle with is what's the difference?
1: That's what I also am wondering. Is like if you're willing to have a scrimmage at some point
0: in practice eleven, let's say, or whatever. Let's yeah. say practice nine. I'm not sure how you'd that. That's where it's what's odd? the difference? It's it's
1: odd that they don't want to do it for the actual big show where it's like, well, we did. We can't get anybody hurt that day. Maybe the people. It's a different atmosphere, so people it's less controlled or something I don't know but like to me it's like you still maybe you take your top 22 and they don't play that's fine
0: you don't maybe wanna... your
1: top 30 don't play right but there's a hundred other guys that the fans would love to see play
0: well and that's what's interesting is it, it sounds like I was reading some quotes to Casey Thompson and the and like they had a meeting with the leadership council met with frost about going live. And they ultimately decided against it that like, I think some of the players were even like, I know Ramir Johnson called the structure, I think quote trash, which is like yeah, a great right. way to put it. Like, <laughs> But I, I don't know. So, I mean, we're spending seven minutes on I this, know, but, but it, it, it is, but it's a big part. Like what's the story of the spring game? It's it's the, it was
1: an all time dud because it wasn't, it was the like least, it was the least football, like, well, spring game we've ever seen.
0: Ever seen. And I guess I'm just like, have we gone too far with th- with that school yeah. of thought of just being like, well... Because that, like I said, at some point, they were tackling. At some point, you could tackle Anthony Grant. And you could... Ta- and, yeah. And, you, you know, Nick Henrich was tackling somebody.
1: Yeah, or even if you just do like, you know, nine on seven goal line with the ones and the ones and twos, you know, and then everybody else's threes and, and fours and you let them play a real game. Like whatever you need to do to keep people safe. I almost think like, take your 22 best and say, we, you we cannot are not,
0: hurt these guys. They're out. Right.
1: They've had enough reps. This would this you, would you camp. have been,
0: what do you think? What, what if they would have done that? What if they would have said, Hey guys, uh, because what was funny about it though, in the second half, you were like kind of excited about it. But then the, like the running backs, we're like, ball carried by Trevin <laughs> Lubin. And you're like, who? We're like, who's well, this like guy? Like one, of, like, <laughs> w- like one of the
1: kids, is, I think it was one of the, sh- remember the fullback? Schuster, Schuster, yeah. I think it was his kid or his nephew or yeah. something. And he looked like he was still like in high school. He was like skinny right. as a rail, right. playing running back. But I was like, he's running hard. Right. It's fun to watch. I don't care who you are. I, it's fun to watch when people are out there competing. W-
0: would you have rather watched? So we, we got to see it, basically. We got to see the first half and the second half. Would you rather have just seen the whole game as the second half and you don't get to see Trey Palmer, Casey Thompson, Ramir Johnson, Nick Henrich? You don't get yeah. to see any of those guys, but you get to, like – I'm just trying I, to figure would out – I really like
1: – and the other part that's hard is when it's sort of this like offense, defense, you kind of don't really know. I, yeah. I, I like – it's like it was almost hard for me to be like, well, there's no continuity of Reds versus Whites. Right. I, I just like it. Have your team be your team –
0: Yeah, it was, it was, it was a weird, I mean, and listen, spring games are already, you know, it's a a fool's errand to walk into a spring game and have try to have little large takeaways from it. But at the same time, this, this spring game, more so than any other spring game felt the most like,
1: what are we doing here? Well, that's what I'm saying is like, I'm speaking. I usually try to speak from like the point of view of like, what's the best thing for the program and for winning. And maybe this is. But today I'm speaking from like the guy that likes to watch Nebraska football, and like I didn't like that.
0: No, <laughs> I, 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 wonder, I, I I truly do wonder like if you're just like, you know, you're I'm Grant Grantham from Grand Island. <laughs> yeah. I love Husker football. Like, does that guy bringing his family coming to the spring game? Like, would you want to continue to to do that? I don't. Well, know. It, here's what, I, it
1: was: a beautiful day, gorgeous. It was day. fun to be out there. It was fun to be amongst it. And maybe that's enough. But I think. I think they underestimate that people would much rather see the threes and fours balling out hard than the ones and twos out there playing touch. I promise you. Right.
0: I would say most of Nebraska would probably agree with that. I agree. And then to to add another layer to it, I'm pretty sure on the BTN broadcast, there was the nugget that Mark Whipple wasn't even calling plays. Well pr- I think they're trying to protect
1: the schematics. Of I it, no but but know?
0: even 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 though it, let's say they're not it's not Mark Whipple's playbook but at least Mark Whipple is calling play like Yeah, why wouldn't he call the plays? They they said at one point on the broadcast they they made it sound like I think Mark Whipple's thing was spring is also about not only for players but it's about coaches to work on things so I don't know if that meant I don't know who's calling the plays.
1: I wonder if it has to do with like they're trying to still get their terminologies
0: down Maybe, or something. Or or they're trying to give Northwestern, all sort. Because if you're Northwestern, you turn on that. You're like, what? You <laughs> maybe, know? Maybe. And maybe that's what the whole thing was. And again, I like I say all these things. I totally can wrap my mind around. If Frost was in here and said, guys, and blah blah, blah and, and we'd be like, okay.
1: But like, but here's where I would I would I would argue with him. I'd be like, <laughs> I think it's your job to put on a show, right? And I, if I'm if I'm him and I'm not, I would want to put on a show. And to me, it's like. I would probably, my philosophy would be along, along these lines. If we're really thin at some positions, starters in the thin positions probably sit. I probably, if you're not a for-sure starter, or you're a second string, you're playing football and you're tackling. Quarterbacks just, are in green. You do not touch the quarterback. Yeah, we're
0: not advocating, you know, like decapitating But if you're Heinrich hurt, Harburg. you're out. But like, if,
1: you're, if you're a for-sure locked-in old senior starter, you're out. And anybody that we're worried about, you're out. But everybody else, if you're trying to get a starting job, I kind of want to see you. Play because the I game. wonder, I
0: wonder what even guys like Ramir Johnson and Nick Henrich, the st- the guys that have been starters, like what they how they felt about even playing.
1: I mo- most guys by that time are kind of like. I mean, it's kind of fun to play in front of people, but you're also like, but you're not playing though.
0: You, you know what I mean? No, like, so that's what's it's so. It's not as
1: fun if you're just tagging off. But you're. I don't know. I I think it's it's. Spring is kind of like, it, well,
0: anyway. But, no. But, so we just spent twelve almost fifteen minutes. But talking everybody about this. But, needed but, to hear it, Nick. But, they but needed to hear it. Every the, <laughs> any sort of spring conversation about the spring game has to be centered around. What we I, just talked about, I had never
1: seen so many reactions like, "Oh, that wasn't great, was it?" Like it just wasn't. It, like, I wasn't- was
0: super excited about it, you know, because just like anything, like you get, <sighs> it doesn't take much to get you right back into yeah. like the yeah, here we go, and then lit- the the after the first two plays, you're like, oh, my interest level that's ju- everybody ju- just was. plummeted because you're like, I really wanted to get a feel for. A lot of stuff. And, and like you've got any, to learn nothing. Basically, I don't know how you could have any takeaway from, from the defense in all reality. Because you're not tackling. No. No. And I don't know how you could have any takeaway from any of the running backs in all reality. Or the run game in all reality. Mm-hmm. Now... I mean, I think you could get a sense of, like, it was nice to see Trey Palmer on the field, in a helmet, move around. Casey Thompson out there under center, watch him throw a ball. Like, those things were good, but... It just was, uh, but I, but I did think it was funny to circle back to what I said. Like it was funny how people were like, boy, I tell you what, the offense really struggled. It's like, guys, <laughs> we, like you are, you're already like coming at it wrong. Like you're trying to assess. We something learned nothing. You We've can't learned learn nothing. anything. Like you can't, you don't know what really happened with anything. Uh, uh, so, I mean, let's get into what we can if we have to try to have a take. Yes. I, I do. I got plenty. Yeah, of t- I got plenty of tape. Let's just get it. Cause I think then you're going to just like a few guys that you, that you felt like, oh, okay. Let me like, well, let's start with Casey Thompson. Yeah. I mean, he only played three drives through four passes. What your, your Malcolm Gladwell blink. Like there he is. We've seen him play for Texas, but you see him out there at Memorial stadium. What, what stood out to you? I learned nothing from
1: his, any of his plays necessarily. I think the guy led the team out in the field. I think I learned more from the fact that he was him and Frost leading a team out in the field that he's been around for three months. I,
0: I wrote down something or nothing. Thompson led the team out of the tunnel. Okay. Th- good. Man. So there we go. But I, like to me, that's something. That's something that is something that you can learn
1: whether it was two hand touch or not. Like he, he is asserting himself as the potential leader of this team. Right it's a good sign and i think it's probably telling that he's going to mean everybody's been saying he's going to get the keys to the car right now but um yeah i didn't learn a ton from he was pressured a lot you know he made some throws people caught them but it wasn't really like you didn't get to see him uh in any scenario that really showed you much yeah i mean i thought uh, not really good or bad just kind of oh
0: yeah like i feel like you couldn't come away with either i mean he uh I thought it looked like a couple, of, like the first out, the first ball on the sidelines of the first play of the game. Like I, that was a rope. Yeah. Like I mean, so there were a couple of times it looked like he had a little bit of mustard with his arm. I don't. I still don't have a sense for his athleticism and how fast he really is. Um, yeah. Is he size wise? Did he did he look look about the, the? He looked a little smaller. He's
1: smaller than I think we. I think I I I pictured him. Taller, right? And I think he's like closer to six foot or less. See, and that's the thing
0: where, and this is where you're getting like two, you know, you become like at the combine, you're like, look at the legs on there. That. Yeah. that's why I'm always, I don't, I think you're with me. The guy that always kind of makes me, from a football standpoint, to be like, oh, Uchi Mama <laughs> is Heinrich Harburg. <laughs> I know Heinrich Harburg. I like, let me tell you, I like you're, Heine's You Heine. like, you like. <laughs> Heine.
1: As much as Chenander likes the poster of Aiden Hutchinson and his, Aiden Hutchinson still on like Mr. April oh, in a fireman's believe, outfit. Just with like an axe <laughs> chopping in a door.
0: If. There you could come in the pod studio, and there could be a Heinrich Harburg like calendar. And be like, All right, look at that. He's a good like he he. But he, he might,
1: passes the eye test. To me. But he might be fourth on the depth
0: chart. The Dick Bot Podcast is powered by my good friends at Runza. You know, a few things make me more proud than the fact that Runza supports my podcast because as a Nebraskan. I've been a Runza fan my entire life. I lived down the street from a Runza growing up. It was a blast to go there as a kid. Sometimes I'd even ride my bike there with my buddies. I vividly remember one of our very first elementary school field trips was to Runza. Everyone loved it. I remember going to Runza in high school for lunches with all my high school friends. And I've told you guys this. One of the happiest days at Kansas my freshman year was discovering a Runza In Lawrence, Kansas, it was like finding a little slice of home when I was away from home. And now as an adult, it's great to share Runza with my kiddos who absolutely love the deliciousness of Runza. It's a little Runza story from yours truly. And you know what the menu is. Just outstanding amazing Runza sandwiches. Oh, my gosh, a piping hot cheese Runza. Mmm, that sounds good right now. Incredible burgers, the best fries on the planet. The salads are great, especially the Southwest chicken salad, my personal favorite. It's just awesome food. So whether it's lunch, dinner, a little snack, doesn't matter. Runza is the spot. You need to go download the mobile app. It's in the App Store. You can order ahead, skip the line. Plus, you can earn rewards as well. Runza makes it all better. Okay, as we just hammer through the quarterbacks here, I don't know what to... Again, let me preface this with... I thought Logan Smothers did a lot of good things in the three quarters of the game he started against Iowa. Yeah. Like, he really did. Like, dude had Iowa beat. Yeah. He did. Right? And now, did he maybe make some... I feel like there were special teams and other things that led to that game going awry. Or Logan Smothers could have a win under his belt, and it's against Iowa. Sure. So we got to give some love and acknowledgement to that. It's good to have him on the team. I won't. I have no beefs with that. But Logan Smothers is a guy that is impossible for me to assess because he looks small. Yep. And then he. All I do is all I hear about is how fast Logan Smothers is. And I guess for me, I never feel like I'm wowed by how fast he is.
1: It's hard when you've seen Eric Crouch. Or
0: Taylor Martinez. Yeah,
1: and like that. Or even is, Adrian
0: Martinez.
1: Yeah, I mean I think
0: like young Adrian.
1: I think I think I'm such a like when you see a guy with real burst, uh I just haven't seen it from Smothers yet. But you know, he's definitely not – he's not slow. No, he's I'm not saying that. I guess
0: I just hear about like – He's not a burner no.
1: yet. I haven't seen that out of him. And it's, To me, it's like either you usually see that pretty quick.
0: Because I no. think it's, he, he ran track in high school and like – Yeah. Like, so he is – it's not like it's just an opinion. There are like validated 100-meter dash times all that stuff that like this dude can move. I just – I guess I'm yet to see anything on the field that makes me go, whoa, that is yeah. fast. But I that's one of the things like if you would – the first thing I think people would use to describe Logan Smothers is like, well, he's fast. And I'm like, is he? I, I guess I haven't really seen you know, I that. I don't think
1: Eric Crouch ever ran the 100 times that Smothers did, but like Eric Crouch was fast. Yes. He was really fast on the football field. He right. ran that option and he was like, whoa. He'd hit a gap and he would be zoop. Yes. And I don't know that like maybe that's a translate onto the field. And thing. I don't know what
0: that is. Like, remember, remember Martinez's fake pitch against Northwestern and he hit the gas? Yeah. Like, he looked fast on for, that yeah. like for, for that. For, especially for him. For who him been like slower the, yeah, the years. He before became that. kind of a plotting guy a little bit, like Mark Jack. He like backed people down on yeah, the yeah, under... he backed them
1: on the block. <laughs> <laughs> he was playing old man ball as a sophomore in Nebraska. <laughs>
0: Let me back him down real quick. Let me <laughs> no. back him down, get two, three yards, get to third and full. All you but, gotta do is all you gotta do is pull the chair away,
1: and they all like, oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> oh,
0: shit. He pulled the chair out from underneath <laughs> me. But uh so so, I wrote down for Harburg. Always passes the eye test for me. He just does. He's got. He's going poster on your wall. I, I would accept <laughs> a, a, Heine, a Heine Harburg poster. Smothers, hey, 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 get your hands. Hey, on my hey Heine. get your hands off my Heiney. Smothers. Uh, you know, and it's unfortunate he didn't throw the ball great. I think well, he was five of fourteen throwing the ball. Um, Heine, Heine threw a pick, but I'm gonna I'm gonna give him a pass because God, he looks good out there. Um. Well, and then I wasn't sure. I was pretty excited that Chubba played.
1: Okay. So, that, so where
0: are you at on Chuba? You want a Chubba poster? So,
1: I'm not going Chubba poster yet. But dang, uh, he was purdy, man. No, he, he let me I just think he's purdy. I thought he, because he didn't practice a ton. Like, no. He, you know, limited same. reps or whatever. But I thought he looked pretty good. So did I. And this is my way too early take. Um, I think I love if way he's too early healthy. Picks. I might have to call a slight QB competition in fall
0: camp. See, I, it's funny you say that. I I'm kind of sneaky right there with you.
1: It, you know, taking his ten snaps, he I looks, don't know. It looked smooth. He looked pretty athletic. And you gotta remember, this is new new coordinator, and Purdy's kind of his guy. I feel like I
0: I'm with. I'm not again. I think. Like if we were if we were in Vegas, the odds-on favorite is Thompson, and I think and it feels like he's the guy.
1: I think Thompson's starting day one. The question is is you know is Purdy the guy that is good enough that puts the heat on Thompson? And then if Thompson does, you know, like when Martinez didn't play well, it was just like, well, you just
0: right go out there again and try Who again. Came, Andrew Bunch. I mean, yeah. it's not like Purdy's not Andrew Bunch.
1: That's the difference. Is like. Martinez, you know McCaffrey for one year, yeah, he had that, and they pulled him,
0: right? Um, but for three other years, there was
1: nobody behind es- Martinez,
0: especially, especially when, let's be honest, these coaches know what's what th- what it is next year. They got to win, so when that's the case, you're maybe less apt to go, ah, let's let this quarterback f- play through this and loot. Like if you feel like a quarterback is losing you a game, yeah, Frost is going to be quick to to try to change that. Yeah. And I, I guess I'm with you. Like I thought Chubba Purdy for a guy that had a very limited spring, who's got very limited sample size of experience at the division one level. I actually walked away kind of, kind of liking what I saw from Chubba. Now, some of this could also be a product of we saw in terms of sheer snaps. I bet he got, three times three or four times the amount of snaps that Casey Thompson got so there's also an element of that of like the more you see Chubba Purdy and Heinrich Harburg walk the catwalk and you're sitting there like (laughs) so (laughs) hot right now you're too sexy
1: for my shirt too sexy
0: for my shirt so sexy it hurts (laughs) coming up on stage two give it up for Chubba Purdy (laughs) (laughs) she's my cherry pie. Big brother, applause for Chubba Purdy. <laughs> now put your hands together, coming up on stage two. Let's hear it for Heine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god! Oh, oh, is that bad? That's so good. Oh, bad <laughs> hey, coming up on stage. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe we're here's the problem. This is I'm overdoing it with Casey and We're overshooting the Purdy thing, but I'm just telling you. I had this little hunch I'm, I'm with where you. you're looking at just he he's got a he's a little bit bigger a little bit more built he throws a good ball he moves well and Whipple's he's kind of a Whipple's been on him for a long time so those three things make me go I still think Thompson's day one starter but I think Purdy is gonna push the limit harder I am totally and then with in you in season that's where if you got that guy. The, the the coordinators and the coaches have that guy waiting to go if something's not going right.
0: Right. Again, with understanding that basically there are – we started this whole thing with like there are no takeaways, but like if you have to force takeaways. Yes. I guess for me, if you were to say, hey, Chubba Purdy will start a game next year, that that doesn't shock me.
1: It went from maybe none to like 10% chance. I just thought
0: – like he threw the, the best – the best I wrote down categories for like best throw, best catch. It's the same play. It's the it's it's Purdy to AJ Rollins. Yeah, like that's a nice throw. It's a nice catch by AJ Rollins. But even he had a play that I think I called called back. He scrambled and found a guy on the sideline yeah. that was a hell of a play. Yeah. So I guess I walked away, and maybe it's because I didn't even I wasn't sure he was even going to play. So maybe I'm. I'm at the club, and all of a sudden, it's like, on stage two, it's Chuba. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know Chubba was working. Chubba working on Tuesday? <laughs> so maybe it's that. Maybe it is that. Okay? No, don't uh, bail no, on Nick. me now. Uh... Do not... <laughs>
1: Nick, what's wrong with you? It's nothing. I didn't do anything wrong. What's wrong with you? You were involved. You I don't know. act like you're we not involved. We go down together. Hey, we go down together. If yeah, I'm As going always, down, you're coming down with we me. We always okay? go down together.
0: You're coming down with me. Um, So that are the, those are the quarterbacks. <laughs> I think our wives would like to go to that club. I think they
1: would.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's any question about that. Uh, do you want to get to the running backs? I'm still in the club. So. <laughs> Yes, yes. Well, okay, so I will guess. say Anthony Grant maybe got touched, but nevertheless, like, it was a great move at the line of scrimmage, and then he showed burst. Yeah. For me, he was sm- – I, for some reason, why did I, in my mind, think he was a bigger guy? I did, too. He looked bigger in Juco. It just – I think at this level, he's, like, average. Size. Maybe because he was – he one of the first things we worked on was he's smaller than I thought. Yeah. But even on that play, like, that was a – I'm not sure I've seen a Nebraska running back, not named Maurice Washington, make a you know really make a guy miss. I mean, Yant did it a few times against Northwestern, but like make a guy miss and truthfully house
1: it. Yeah he he looked he looked the best of our backs right. in my opinion. Off the short sample size, he he had one nice little catch over the middle. Yep, like I I think he's when you hear the rumors about all the practices, he seemed to be the be- our best guy. Right. I don't think anything that you saw just by the way he moves would make you think anything otherwise. He looked like he moves the best.
0: Because I wrote that best, we kind of did this for our preview, but best guess for running back depth chart when the guys go to Ireland, go to Dublin, Ireland. I'm Is from that, Dublin. I'm from Dublin. What, what from accent Dublin. am I doing? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> hey, no, I don't know. Okay. I'm from Dublin. If... if, if Best guess for Dublin depth chart. Grant? Yes. One. Ramire? Two?
1: Probably because he'll be the third down back. And then it's, I think, and then, coin flip Yant. And, and, is uh, Gabe Irvin going to be healthy by then? He will, but he'll probably be. So it's probably Yant,
0: but Gabe... But if Gabe Irving's healthy, I'd take Gabe Irvin's third. Yeah, I think so.
1: I think Gabe was... I think he's just a more natural football player.
0: We I remember you and I talked about this on one of the... Might have been after the one of the early recap pods. I felt like Gabe Irvin was the victim of like anytime it was his turn to get a series, he'd be like, Nebraska starts at its own two yard line. Yeah. Like it was always a horrible situation. And nobody blocked. And no one blocked.
1: It's it's just, it, I, I think he got the roll of the dice of where if you got 200 carries, it doesn't matter at all, even right. out. But if you're only gonna get so many, it's like you can kind of get the the uh, the stats just will work against you. Just not enough rolls of the dice. Almost, well, right? and
0: and yeah, at some point you're gonna get a good roll of the dice, aka meaning a good scenario, a, a well blocked play, yeah. a little bit of space. I just never even felt like I got a chance to see Gabe Irvin, what he could do. You know, like you know, one of those plays where you go, "Ooh, there was there was room there." Yeah, get through
1: the line of scrimmage and see what you can do. I don't know that I saw maybe once the whole year where he got through the right, line. Right. And you know, obviously, like he's young and he's probably not breaking as many tackles through the lines he will as he gets older. But I, I, th- I really when you watch, like, man, nobody's blocking for him. No. Like, and that's not to say that they weren't trying. Like, it's no, just, no, no, the just bad. Yeah. Like the luck of of
0: of the timing of being out there. So, but I think Grant. I really think Grant's going to be your day one starter. That That's my guess. I think so. But, yeah, the 60-yard run was not – I mean, again, did he get touched? Maybe or not. But, like, it was it was in a two-hand touch situation to have a 60-yard touchdown run where the only little bit of controversy was right away. Yeah, and that was one like, of those
1: where, like, maybe the guy makes the tackle, maybe in real life he doesn't. Because, it's actually, it's harder to tackle than to be like, oh, I got you. Like, right. If you're not in good body position. Because I even
0: have to imagine, imagine like, the – Whoever the free safety is that had the kind of one run fit on the backside, like it's kind of weird when you're coming in to like fit the run and it's two in touch.
1: Well, that's why I, I felt like it, they didn't thud up enough. Like I think they should have. Right. Even if you don't take them down, you got to hold them up. Like you got to show that I get. But you know, if you're just tagging off, like that's where I almost would give them credit, be like, okay, call the touchdown because the guy didn't make it obvious enough that he tackled you. He couldn't,
0: the, whoever that safety was. Took a bad angle and got caught flat-footed, and like he didn't, he couldn't even. He didn't even come close to no, touching. Th- no,
1: he didn't get. Like when he got through the line, that it was, was real night night. Yeah, that was real. But um, and then you know the corner couldn't run him down. That's a good sign. So that's a great sign. But yeah, it's just like I said, the format made that made like, it tough. We're even talking about maybe. And,
0: and even work. on even with the with the O line, I'm not sure really what to take away from it with its ability to run block, and I also think. Frost line was we were being what he said dreadfully simple where they were just yeah. basically running inside zone inside zone inside zone, like it was just nothing fancy at all yeah. the the one thing that was maybe a little bit concerning was the weakness it was a little the only thing that would be concerning if we're trying to have takes is the supposed weakness of the defense, one of the weaknesses of the team is no pass rush and the pass rush was like <laughs> G- Garrett Nelson and Jamari Butler looked like.
1: I think Nelson. I think Nelson is looking as good as. I mean, the Ultimate
0: Warrior might be shaking ropes this year. I agree. Like he was. I one point wrote down that Nelson was just like wrecking shop. He was. Well, he's played a lot of
1: football. I mean, he's right? been a three-year starter, and he's played for four years. I mean, he has a lot of snaps, and he's also a dude that is. You know, he's kind of a, like, he works his butt off.
0: Right. He's Energy, really
1: strong. They say he put on, like, 10 pounds he extra muscle. He looked bigger.
0: They did a sideline interview with him, and he looked bigger. I'm telling and you that. And he just looked like a guy that, like, I'm sure you felt like this at some point where all of a sudden you're like, I can, pl- I can play at this level. I've established that I can play at this level. I have confidence in my position on the team and what I can yeah. do. Like, he kind of exuded that.
1: It's weird. It, it kind of, it sometimes takes that last year even to kind of get over, like, my last two years were just, like, I felt infinitely different than I did my first yeah. three. You know, like, my last year, I remember, like, there were times where I could, like... I wasn't really, like, an edge rusher like he is. I was just... I was more of a off-backer. Yeah. But sometimes I would, like, all, like almost like a 3-4 rush. And I remember one time I was going against Carl Nix. And Carl Nix is Carl Nix. Oh, yeah. And I kind of gave him an up and under, and I I kind of threw him a little bit. Oh. And, I, and I went... How did I do that? Because I didn't think I could do it, and I never did it again. But I did it once. You did it one time. I never. Like, I wasn't built to do but that. But you
0: had the confidence. I just
1: like and, was a little bit bigger, and a little bit stronger than I'd ever been, and like little things like that start happening uh, when you just get older, where you just you have the techniques, and you just have you're just stronger, where you start being able to hold your own, right. And you know he's a guy that was a little bit undersized playing on that edge against these big monster tackles, and I just think he's going to be not all world. He's not going to be Trev Alberts. He's not going to be Grant Whitstrom. But can he be like the you know the ultimate warrior of yes. the ultimate? Can he be the best version of himself, which we've never maybe seen? I think this might be his Whoa. year to kind of just be like a
0: solid freaking edge guy i'm not so sure he wasn't my biggest takeaway from the spring game like that i'm like hey he looks like a guy that is is ready to take that like that that big that yeah. next leap into being like dude garrett nelson's like a different a big time difference maker
1: well here. it's it's nelson robinson and henrich are clearly like the emotional leaders of
0: right that defense because right what's now. reimer's personalities reimer kind of like a. I would think less less uh rah. probably okay. to I me just, he's
1: always come across as that but
0: right He's uh, got a little sweat. Like he'll he'll shoot through and like stop yeah. a guy and give you a little something. But like Nelson obviously is like Nelson's the ultimate warrior. He's the ultimate one.
1: Robinson's Robinson's got some, some of that. He's
0: living at Jason Peter's house. They're on beanbags right now. Those just two, like, those two are just like <laughs> just.
1: double nickels telling, you know, double nine. <laughs> you just You just gotta go with
0: You gotta wanna eat their soul! Tomorrow you gotta eat ethan piper's nose (laughs) just eat it you gotta hate him you gotta hate everybody it's like okay but that but no but i think ty is becoming jason peter
1: jr which is great that's good we need that i saw peter on the sideline too i could tell he was he was fuming that things were soft (laughs) it was like you i don't know i didn't talk to him I was sitting 50 yards away behind Peter, and I can tell you this. You could
0: just feel it, like, you could radiating.
1: Radiating. He was so mad they weren't tackling. Right. He was, it was like, it was, it was I could just tell, but I was, like, laughing at myself.
0: Thinking, but, but no, but the emotion, like, that stuff does matter yeah. for, for football. And the thing about Nelson, to me, was, like, the first, the first couple years he played, he was just kind of this, he played hard, but he was kind of just, like, a mess of energy at times. Yeah. And now you feel like okay, you, you never have to coach effort with him. And now if you get a little more strength, a little more intelligence, a little more confidence, a little more comfort, a
1: little more skill, a little more skill, yeah.
0: like a couple of his, I mean, he pass rush, pass rush yeah. had some like had some decent moves to get around guys. So I was excited. Uh, I mean, even his interview on the sideline, he, you know, the Megan McEwen asked him, "What is what's up? What do you want Husker fans to know about you?" And he's like, "You want serious, or you want something a little." And he was like, my favorite food is watermelon. And you're like, <laughs> great, those, that's terrific. But, you know, then he hits on all the right notes of like, we're, you know, we're going to build on what this defense is. Like, he says all the right things. Yeah. So, no, I was excited about him. Jamari Butler had a nice pass rush, too. He, yeah. he kind of like. He's the guy that
1: I've always kind of wanted to become like one of like, I, I don't know if he's got superstar in him, but like he's progressing. I mean, he's getting better but like him he and gunnerson like that's what i'm saying but him and Gunnarsson are the two that i kind of thought i was hoping that like by this year they would be like ooh we got some fr- i don't know if they're freaks right but can they be solid players i mean at this point we need solid players now the 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 question is i know we were, we have some big transfer portal TCU. guy we we're trying to get um that tells you though they they still you know if we can get another pass rusher it still needs to happen yeah right. and and i don't know i mean to me like that's one, if we could get one of those, oh my God, yes. But two, it's like, defensive line, I am concerned. Me too. I got to be honest. I'm just, I am very concerned. Rodgers is out and he's never been healthy. And you Robinson's lose, our only guy right yeah,
0: cause now. Yeah, because you lose Stilly, you lose Snacks, you lose Daniels inside. And you lose like, Riley, and who you, is
1: one of the backups. It's right. like, that hurts a little bit.
0: Just what did you be, see? Did, you mean, we got to see the polar bear out there a little bit. I mean...
1: And I did, well, here's the thing about... He's a fan favorite because he's a weightlifter guy. And but he's
0: got a kind of a catchy nickname, he's
1: too. Great. I mean, it's its everything you want if you could be good at football. I just don't know if he's good at football. Right. Like, I just don't know. It's like, is he a guy that can... Like, can he move and can he make tackles? Like, that to me is... I know he can lift weights and right. squat the world, but can but he that. translate it to the field? Um, that I don't know because... I mean, we need him this year. Yes. We need him because I'm just telling you between Robinson and Rogers, they need breaks. And there's a good chance as every year, like somebody in the D line will get hurt. Right. And there's, so it's like, no, it's
0: concerned that it's interesting how much that has become. I mean, would you say if you're ranking concerns is that is it by position group, if you had to rank your number one concern, would it still be O-line oh, or I, I would you think, go D-line? I think depth D-line,
1: um, I think the O-line's depth is decent. Is better than the D-line's depth. Mm-hmm. You know, if Prohaska and Cochran can come back and be kind of what their potential says, I mean, I think our O-line will be, be fine. Um, I just think defensive line like if like if Robinson were to get hurt i mean we'd be in big trouble big trouble cuz it's it, he's 1a and then everybody else is like you know Rogers is fine but he's never been a starter before
0: and it's just concerning in the big 10 and in the particular the big 10 west like if there's a place it's like nebraska basketball like their one place they've been vulnerable for the entire fred Hoiberg era is at the five yeah and in the in big in big 10 basketball it's like every night you're dealing with a all-american five yeah and in the big 10 for football it's the same thing like if there's a place you don't want to be we'd much rather be weak at corner oh, dude. or
1: wisconsin you know. iowa minnesota have big old northern yes. trees that are gonna run the ball on you and right. i man, i just i, I that's, that's a, I, of all the things, I think that actually was what my biggest position concern was just like. I was looking at the D-line depth and I was just going, man, you know, the young guys don't look physically like they're comfortable out there yet. No. And D-line's not a position you can play
0: unless you're physically there. You yep. just can't.
1: It's just a brutal. So hold
0: they, hold they get this TCU guy would be like this year, right?
1: Yeah, but he'd be an edge guy.
0: So but still, that's
1: like, big. So, because they're going to more of a four-three
0: now, right? I think for this very reason is the Nick Bob podcast is brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors, and I want to talk to you guys about energy efficiency. And if you go into Pella's website right now, you look at it, and how about this? One, two, three, four, five different types of windows or doors. for window and doors to perform at their best. And you know the Pella experts are excellent at that. Bottom line, energy efficiency matters in making your home more comfortable, and Pella windows and doors are at the top of the line when it comes to energy efficiency. Check them out online, PellaOmaha.com. That's PellaOmaha.com. So do you think they're, they're probably going to go to the – are they going to go to the portal and get a few
1: more D-linemen? I bet you they try to get an edge and an inside guy. If they yeah. could. It's hard to find, though, right? Like yeah, they're everybody gonna be wants – The, the right. good ones – like the guys that you you know that you can get, you might not want, and the right. guys that you want, it's hard to get. Yeah. So, I mean, uh yeah, it'd be it's huge. it's a, a real thing. It'd be huge, but it's that's my my quick take is I I liked you know and, and Nelson and and Tanner I I think are like I th- I'd feel comfortable with them because I've seen them for a couple of years. They they're serviceable. Nelson might be a guy elevating his game, but now if you pair Nelson with somebody that can really do some more damage; it makes him even better. So, um, yeah, I don't know.
0: I'm in in the game that it was impossible to have takeaways from as we have takeaways. Was there any other takeaway from the defense? Uh, any other player pop to DB, you? Uh,
1: backup, uh, and, and I, um, I've heard, I've heard some really good things about Ernest Hausman, and he's yeah. he's the next inside linebacker. Okay. So, as a true freshman who still should be. In high school, we'll right in, now. yeah, early, early early enrollee. Um, he's a guy that might get to work his, himself into playing time oh, that'd this be year. Great. And I think he got in a weird way overlooked because he's from Columbus, right? But um, I actually met him the other day, and he was taller. He was like basically almost my height. He was taller than I really? thought. Well, maybe I he was an inch shorter, but he was taller than I thought. And he runs well. Like there's a couple plays watching him, like the QB scrambled. and He like, you can just tell like closing speed, like right. it accelerates and that doesn't happen with a lot of linebackers. Okay. So he's, my brother says he's smart. He's one of those guys that gets it. Right. Um, And he's, he's a early enrollee and he already, he's already kind of is yeah. there. It's like, that is two years ahead of most people. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you got Reimer and you got Henrich. Uh, and so he doesn't need to play this year but like next year i think you're going to okay. you're going to know remember that the name, name. Next
0: year. N- remember the name yeah uh before we wrap it up remind me that i have a question to ask you at the very end but we're going to keep rolling through here cuz we didn't we got to talk about Trey Palmer yeah yeah i mean Trey Palmer had what do you have a couple of catches maybe mm-hmm. uh you know he's he here's he, i wouldn't say he yeah yeah he two catches for 11 yards i mean hard to hard to yeah. to take away a ton um the one, honestly, one of my big takeaways from Trey Palmer was an answer that Casey Thompson gave when being interviewed on the sidelines for during the game. Megan McHugh asked him, "Who's your favorite? Are you developing a chemistry with his new wideouts? Who's your favorite target?" And he he kind of gave her this look, like, "Come on, you know the answer to that question." Yeah. And he and he began to gush about Trey Palmer which I think, I mean, this is a guy yeah. that has been, I mean, he led the Big 12 in touchdowns. Like, he understands what, like, real yeah. dudes are supposed to look like. And I think that's a great sign, which which jives with, with what other guys have been saying. But, I mean, Trey Palmer and the, the few, he looked like, he looked fine, right? Yeah. Just- I couldn't really tell. I wanted to see him really, like, no, no his, real deep balls. No, me, I wanted yeah, to see so. him really kind of, like, let loose one time, but you didn't yeah. really get that. But that's kind of the nature of the beast. Any other – you saw a lot of Kamonte Grimes. I feel like every play was, like, Kamonte Grimes, like, led the you universe know, he, in targets.
1: He, I, I thought he had a good ball last year, too. Yeah. And, and then we didn't see him at all during the season. Um, and AJ
0: Rollins guy. played well. I mean, I know he's a tight end, but, like, he had four catches, 39 yards. One was a really yeah. good one. And maybe with given – given that situation –
1: does any Did you? Do you know what's the deal with Fedoni? I don't even know what the deal is with them exactly. They're
0: being like real coy about the nature of the injury, but, but you you hear bad, through the right? yeah you hear through the grapevine that it's not good that it's like really oh. really not good. Oh, which is scary. So I don't know, but I mean, so I, see, I thought they were saying he was going to be back for the season though. I don't know. I I, I honestly, oh, well. I'm not totally sure, but I I guess I get the sense that it's I don't know if it's like dude is. For sure, out next year, but it certainly isn't like. A, oh, I just tweaked the hand. Yeah, ju- or just a yeah. little like banged his knee. Like he's like ah, God, Charlie Horse, Charlie oh, Horse. Like Peter Griffin when he hit his shin, he's like, ah, ah. ah. But <laughs> it's not. It's not a Peter Griffin knee injury. Okay, it's a... but um, but yeah, I mean AJ Rollins, homeboys from prep. I mean he looked he
1: looked pretty good. He looked good. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's a good sign. I pointed one of them.
0: Ty Han had a touchdown, which is good to see. Um, and then I did love Miles Farmer could have lit Camonte Grimes up. Yeah.
1: Now, that's a place where I agree with not hitting a person totally. there.
0: In that scenario, you tell your guys, look.
1: But but then it's like you give him the touchdown. It's like.
0: I know. That's, that's what's hard. Like a part, what's me, hard. a part of me. Part of me, it was like, good call Miles Farmer. But then I'm like, well, could you have like at least not let him score?
1: You know, it's funny. I was. I think about it I actually had the hardest maybe hit of my career was in a spring game a guy was running a crossing route and I was like sitting back in zone and they they, they let it right and I like decleted him as one of the biggest and I like went helmet to helmet and I was like before the days before of, the days yeah. where it was a problem and it was like I got so much like great job but like it was like uh, I got praise I lit up my teammate in the spring game like decleted absolutely <laughs> destroyed this guy <laughs> And I, I thought it was like I was like really proud of that moment. And Then like it's
0: amazing how it's much as changed now, so much has changed. Well, Miles like, Farmer, you could tell even his body language like he yeah. let up, like he let him have. He, and that's
1: the right thing to do there. But I'm telling you, it wasn't that long ago where like that was like oh I've been on, waiting all my life for this opportunity. I've been waiting to, for this moment to, just to entire kill my teammate, <laughs> <laughs> and I killed my, him. And I did. Yes. Well, I mean, come and on. Nick, t- he, if I could do it again. Wouldn't.
0: i know you would because you're from <laughs> a different era but like miles farmer could have given comante grimes a concussion
1: yeah and i think here's what i'll say too that's a over the
0: middle that's a tough
1: one it's hard because the one of mine was like it was a, a cross it was a crosser underneath. he was kind of it was more
0: of like a scene
1: yeah i don't but know. i don't know i mean uh i i do come from it's crazy now, but I do come from a different era now. I've officially become the guy from a different era, and I'm like, when well, didn't
0: this they happen? used to do? Was it was it on prime time where they did hits of the week or or they had... Oh, no, I'm sure. What was it? Where it was just and it was. I mean, it's it is insane how football used to be.
1: It is, but you know if what? If you went over the middle, you were. You going want to, to know why people love the game? Shit rocks because people love to see that sort of like orchestrated violence. It is unbelievable. Anymore,
0: it's kind of amazing that people are. Now this is coming from Johnny, not tough, but it is amazing anymore how people are still afraid to go over the middle. Where it's like that, like the the big shots kind of aren't there very much anymore. People go low
1: now. The, I I would be much. I think I'd actually be more scared to have somebody take out my legs than right. somebody hit me like up high and even maybe hit my head because you got the helmet. Yeah, you it's concussion potentials, but right when they take out your knee, it's the rest of your life. That knee ain't right, you know. Right. Like, you're not to say your head's, but like, no, but it's a different deal. The amount deal. of times when your head's are, is actually like right, where it's a career ender, or are than... probably limited.
0: But, but man, when you, so uh, th- the other thing was uh special teams. I thought it was hilarious that Brian Bouchini first punt just hammered one 69 yards, and the place. It's all like, I'm not so sure the biggest roar of the crowd it was. wasn't Bouchini's first punt. It was. I mean, he crushed that thing. People loved it. The unfortunate thing was his next three punts went for 29 yards, 32 yards, and 14 yards. Now, it, it was windy, and the wind was kind of swirling. Like,
1: there, there was no pass. There was no... Nobody was rushing, though. Right. I, I can go kick at 14. <laughs> and I, I don't got a good leg. So, if you don't got a rush...
0: How are you not... 14 is pretty bad. 14's but pretty there's bad. no rush. Like, I don't know y- what happened.
1: You punt... You are a punter all day long. Right. During practices for years at a time. <laughs> I don't know how you miss like if a 30-yard to 40-yard punch. you be like I I missed it. Right. Especially when nobody's on you. You don't have to rush like He had a 29-yarder and a 14-yarder.
0: And then he fu- so he had he had a 69 yards, 29 yards, 32 yards, 14 yards, 62 yards, 38, 44 and 40. Very interesting day for Brian Bushini. I don't know you know me i love me some punters so i, I want know. to see i want to see there's nothing better than when the penner just like pins a guy at the one who's like you are checkmate.
1: you <laughs> but you're the guy that like after school would come home and have like your field goal up and you'd kick a empty gatorade bottle for hours on end
0: just I was really into kicking.
1: You love doing that. I type Did of stuff. I did enjoy punting? You could and do kicking. repetitive things yeah. like that.
0: Was I like free throws? I could sit there and be like, "That's oh, why you're a great shoot shooter, though, because yeah. you
1: would go, and you just get in your little mind game of
0: <laughs> repeating you, emotion over and, do and over it
1: again, a thousand times in a row."
0: Did Chase Contreras? Did who? Someone missed an extra point. That wasn't good. Was that Contreras? I don't know. I know Contreras missed a field goal, but it's like, let's not let's not go down. But the- he was
1: he was here last year. The the new guy. It hasn't even the new kicker field goal kicker hasn't even started with
0: them. So. Okay, well that's good here. Yeah, Chase Contreras missed f- from forty two. He made from twenty six. Uh, Because yeah, don't need don't we don't need a repeat of of oh my god last year on, on that front. Um One thing that's cool, you know, the, the returners. It was good to see. I didn't realize Tommy Hill goes back there. To,
1: Tommy, I mean, to, I I think Tommy anybody that wears like one or zero. You you basically know that's the most confident guy in the team. I feel like and Tommy I usually Hill's, want those guys as my return. So do
0: I. <laughs> Tommy Hill, I'm already I'm all in on Tommy Hill because of his number selection, the fact that he's returns punts. I'm liking me some Tommy Hill. Yeah. I would like, can we get Trey Palmer and Tommy Hill for kickoff return?
1: Uh, th- they here's the one actually one thing I saw that I I appreciated. Um they came out for the first punt team and there was like yant was on it omar manning was on oh. it there was a couple of these like running backs receivers um like dbs that i was like i never saw those kind of guys on those units last year like right. the guys that were like the top dudes at running back and receiver were not ever on a special team um and to me i was like that's a good that's sign that's a good sign like your we best about that. your best yeah. athletes need to be out there. Um and I think that was a good like that was something well, noticeable to me.
0: We even when we watch these Husker Classic recaps, a lot of you know, there's this idea out there that a lot of the guys that were on the special teams were a bunch of like, you know, a bunch of walk ons from McCook. Yeah. Like I mean, the infamous play that you pointed out to start the the, the Miami national title game Schlesinger. Schlesinger killed a guy on the ko on yeah. on the kickoff. He KO'd a guy on the KO. Yeah. And Starting fullback. Starting fullback. Was chasing. Tics. Chasing a guy down and just rammed a guy. And, and that's
1: the stuff that like maybe we always take for granted. Those things add up over a
0: year or, you know, over right. a game.
1: Um, and you just got to have your best players out there all the time.
0: The, the question I wanted to ask you, and we can kind of wrap it up with this because this has been absurd before I, we oh. go back to the club and how talk could, about who's coming to the stage. How could we
1: he's... not go absurd after that? There's, we couldn't be serious. Nothing about yesterday made me want to be serious. I wanted to be the opposite I of serious. I know. I,
0: I, I've wrote down notes to talk, and I'm like, I don't even know what we're going to talk about. But I guess what's amazing is I don't know if anybody's really asked this simple question. Being a former player that's gone through a bunch of spring practices, how big of a deal is it that Chance of Bloomington, Chris Hickman, Volkolek, uh Reimer, Casey Rogers? Uh, how big of a deal is it, Gabe Irvin, that these guys didn't have a spring? Um, like, is it a big deal to not? I think, especially considering the fact that it's a new, it's a lot of new coaches. I think if you
1: haven't gone through a s- couple springs, it's. It's a bigger deal. Like I missed when I broke my arm after my, my sophomore year, um, where like I played a whole season. I yeah. had, I had two, no, I had 3 three. I'd already had three, springs, three springs, uh, or you know, two, at least two springs. And I just, I was like green Jersey, same thing. I was like, go through warmups and right individuals. And like, I would sit out, uh, me and Stu Bradley, both actually were both coming up. so we both sat out the whole spring. Right. And, you know, it, it didn't really matter for us. Then. Okay. Like, we would already past the point where it mattered. But we needed the springs before that to kind of, like, get to that level. So, I
0: guess that's what's hard about it is, like, for a guy that hasn't established himself and hasn't actually produced in the season, spring matters. But maybe, I guess, I, I'm amazed yeah. at how... Volkolec, he'll be fine. Right. A Reimer, you assume he'll be fine. Reimer, uh, probably fine. Yeah. Y- you could go down the list with a lot of these but guys. But, like, Fedoni, like, Fedoni needed a spring. Right. Chubba Purdy probably needed a full spring, although he got at least got to get in the game. But like Gabe Irvin probably needed a spring. Gabe Irvin would need a spring. Um, Casey Rogers probably needed a spring. Casey's a borderline guy
1: because he's he's been around long enough that he'll probably be okay. But like the guys that haven't been around for three four years, I think you need a spring. Like you just you don't play enough football the rest of the year. You lift weights and you run. Like right. you don't play football, but you know, those however many practices in the spring.
0: But it's just interesting how spring is so bizarre and how like we we talk about how important it is and this and that. And then like when guys are out, are out for the spring, they're kind of like, well, whatever. I mean, that's fine. And like, well, wait a minute. Hold on. What? What?
1: Uh, it, it's to me, it's like the guys that need to, like the guys that are good athletes that don't know how to do things right on the football field need spring. Right. And so if you got good athletes that aren't great football players yet, like you need to really work their freaking butts yeah and otherwise i don't know that they, they whatever those intangible things that you have to do on the field playing the game like you're not good at them at the season like if you don't do them in the spring you've never done them in the spring in the fall like you're not gonna walk into the game and just be like oh i can do all these right. fundamental things really right. well because you gotta do fundamentals really well all
0: the time and spring and fall are where you is when them. you build on that stuff yeah. so i mean i it's it's hard to know. I mean, it feels like all in all, it it was a, a productive spring, I guess. You know. I mean, I don't. You, you don't know. You don't know what to make with the spring game. <laughs> I know. I uh, think it's
1: a positive. I mean, there there's nothing negative that came out no. of the spring. I mean, you got. I, I think Mickey Joseph Whipple Riolà have been. I think a hit have, so far,
0: and I think you have. I agree. I think. I think those guys have been awesome. Especially, especially Mickey seems like he's really, really made a made an impact. Um, I even get the sense from from people that Brian Applewhite at the running back spot is, has has oh. kind of really made a, a difference as well. I think so. I but you know
1: who I still like right now, the guy that's made the biggest difference and I'm the number one support. Like Trev Alberts oh, is amen. right
0: now. The if we don't
1: understand that this guy is doing things as an AD at a very high level. Right. I think he is doing everything right. Like he is, we're lucky to have him now. And I'm realizing that what a difference he probably could have made five years ago. Oh. But you know what I'm saying? Like Bill Moose made good hires. In my opinion, mm-hmm. he's made good hires. He, I, you know, even though the whole, like same thing, Hoiberg situation is you'd, not you'd worked hire, out. Make that higher again. You'd make that higher you guy. Same with frost. Uh, Exactly, Frost. Too, I'd make. I would have made both those hires. If, but like, I wish it was a Treb that would have got that chance right. because, right? Man, he is doing everything right on well, so many levels that that go unseen. That I'm, I think people need to understand
0: that. Well, the the next year is so intriguing. You were hoping on some level, spring ball would give us a little bit of a glimpse of what could come be coming. I'm not sure if we got that glimpse. Uh, did maybe on some levels, like you feel feel a little better? And I mean, I feel like you got. I mean, Casey Thompson and Chuba Purdy, are. If you're going to lose Martinez, those two guys seem like between those two dudes, yeah. there are far worse situations to be in yeah. than having those two guys as your potential quarterback. So there we go. Bo on spring football in the spring game. Next thing we know, we're. I mean, we're, we'll think of topics to 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 dive into throughout the offseason. Well, we, here we've got.
1: We've got a backlog of wine pods we got to
0: do. I have so many bottles of wine around here that need to get consumed.
1: You know, we've we've we always got Husker football, but I think me and you just have we got a lot. We got so much pop culture. We've got so much just sports entertainment in general to talk about. Well,
0: and you know, we won't get into this, but. I didn't even know about this day-by-day documentary until you text me about it. Yeah. It's going to be in theaters, I believe, at the Rococo on May so, 13th and 14th. Is it like two days only? And then it's like... So this is what
1: I... I thought it was going to be like a 30 for 30, but then I actually saw some of my old teammates like Mark Brungert and and Josh Davis are yeah. some of the producers. So I...
0: I'm a little... I uh, know. I'm not totally so, sure of what the structure of it. Like I know I, when I was on the website... So if people don't know, there's a day-by-day documentary coming out about the 90s reign of dominance for yeah. Nebraska football and it looks like it's really well done you can go to the website just google day by day Nebraska documentary you'll be able to see the trailer and the trailer's got Peyton Manning it's got Archie Manning it's got Barry Switzer it's Bobby got Bowden. like round ta- round tables with Frazier and a bunch of different like it looks really really well done yeah and I think for a lot of people I don't know if the the dynasty, there's been individual, you've heard the story, like there's been BTN documentaries about the 94 season and about the 97 season. I don't think anybody's ever told the the full big story in a documentary yeah. sense on the, 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 the dynasty. And it feels like this has a chance to be done right. And it looks like it's about a month away from.
1: So my question is though, like, is it going to get, where is it going to get played? Is it going to go on the Big Ten? Is it going to go? I, that I don't or know. Or is ESP? Because, you know, like like if you were to say it's a 30 for 30, like I'm even more fired up because it is, I know that everybody around the country is going That's to see it. That's a good question. Because
0: so you me, go, like, I'm on day by day. It's daybydaymovie.com.
1: Because people in Nebraska are going to eat this up. My the, What I hope is this becomes something that people nationally can see because for us we need people these kids around the country no to question. see this to understand this is what
0: nebraska the, is no question like like the i think you're thinking about like the documentaries like the u yes, and like stuff like exactly. that where where i mean you're telling the good and the bad but yeah like that's what i don't know i don't know i think it's a i think it's going to start in theaters like i'm looking right now the yeah, Lincoln, nebraska friday may 13th at the Rococo. And then there's a showing on May 4th. There's two showings on the 13th, two showings on the 14th. And I'm not sure after that, I have a hard time feeling like, I mean, maybe it goes to blockbuster video, new releases. <laughs> 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 ah! <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how it's a joke, but it is. It's the '90s. It's a whole thing <laughs> of the '90s that goes to, to to blockbuster. See, in the '90s, that have been a big deal. it would have been a huge <laughs> joke. Do you guys have the day by day documentary. I don't know. Check new releases. Check new releases. Yeah, here it one. is. Do you have the fugitive. <laughs> check the new releases. Uh, so I don't know, but that's it. I'll, I'll, I urge everybody to go check it out. the The trailer looks like it looks like it's well done.
1: It does. I mean, the fact you got those, like you got the Switzers and the Bobby, like. Those are the, the, the opinions you like to hear right. from because those are those are the people that the story, you know, revolves. Trev's in it. Yeah, it's Trev. I mean, you got the you got the main players telling the story. You got Coach Osborne still around,
0: right? You know, to tell. Barry Switzer, Peyton Manning, Archie Manning. Like it's urge everybody to go check that out. So I I mean, I don't know if me and you have to do you wanna go on May thirteenth oh, to meet I Let's, think that's my daughter's dance recital. So we gonna have to go on my birthday on May 14th. Though. Okay. Yep. May 14th, maybe me and you were Coco. Should we go to dinner before? Or yes.
1: Dinner after. Steak dinner. Steak dinner. Steak Late night dinner. podcast. Recapping it. When we're absolutely hammered and so, drunk. So...
0: Friday or Saturday, May fourteenth. We're gonna go. We're gonna go get us We're gonna go to the movie, yes. and then we're gonna get a steak. We're gonna oh. get drunk on wine, what and then a, we're going a podcast. What
1: a weekend! Now. Wow. Okay, I'm
0: putting this down. Put it down on the calendar. Tickets on me. It's your birthday gift. Okay, there we go. I appreciate that. That's day a great by day. Birthday we're gonna gift. be there. Oh God, is that good? Okay. Well, you get the tickets, and we I'm will. Right. Uh, I guess. I'll get the wine ready to go. We'll Should be we ready go in like Husker jerseys? Like, oh, a, let's go! I'll, I'll like, be Tommy
1: Fraser. Yeah, be Lawrence Phillips. <laughs> yeah, we
0: gotta find some. Let's just Husker it out. Okay. I'm okay. On. You ready? Let's do this.
1: A Huda Media Production.